Hey folks, just a warning before we get into the episode that this episode will contain some spoilers of the game we're playing. So if that's something that you want to avoid, and maybe come back to it once you've finished it. Uh, if not, then stay tuned and we hope you like. Hello friends, welcome to Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games. I'm your host, Jared, and today I'm joined by Kai and Ben. Hi guys, how you guys doing? What's up? Wow, that sounded so defeatist. Oh, you okay? Yeah, you didn't even try. <laughs> I see like, like I got, I got a 10 I, intro. If I, I turned into a diva and then I just gave up and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Just kidding. <laughs> no, sure. we're good. How, you, how you just doing? Why do I say we're good? It's because I know Kai, Kai always just says, yeah, I'm great. Yep. So, not only not only do you usually answer first for him, you also answer for him. You're like we're good. He doesn't need to, he doesn't need to answer or anything <laughs> like that. Kai's just uh, living his best life. He's loving it. It's true. Nothing has fundamentally changed in my life. So I'm you got your sure. your mic is now on the opposite side of your screen though. So that's a big change. I think it was yeah. at the bottom and now it's at the top. So that's exciting. I kind of liked it more at the bottom, but this is more stable. So we're gonna try this. Like, it, it, it's really weird because maybe it's just like the quality of our video, but it looks like it's like photoshopped onto your like uh, <laughs> your image. It doesn't it's look 1, real. It's 1000% the quality of my video. Also, okay. I'm excited <laughs> to never use this mic again, but. Yeah, I'm excited yeah, for you yeah. to get your big boy I, mic I and all those parts and everything. More setup parts. So oh. probably be next month. Yeah, he's, Kai is going to sound really like he's whispering be. directly into your ears. In oh, you time. Yeah, exactly. Are you going down an analog route, or are you you sticking with a plug and play film? No, I bought an SM7B. He got a, he oh, did it, big boy. He got, a, he got the, the official big boy, big boy podcaster mic. Now I just have did to you get, get all the preamp and shit. And... No, that's what I have to. That was the problem out. we realized. Oh, get, right. Not only that, with that mic specifically, it's like super low gain, so you have to get this thing called the cloud lifter or a fat head. And then that makes it usable on like digital. You gotta make sure you've got the right impedance because otherwise you get staticky background. So complicated. And... So yeah. complicated. See, I, and when you were telling me all this, I didn't realize there was all this like complicated connections yeah. and things. Like obviously, fucking USB mic, you plug it in, you talk, you're fine, you're good to go. But this is like, nah, you need to make sure you sound nice and pretty. Yeah, man. It's like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, Play Along Podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games. Uh, what we'll do is the three of us will each take turns choosing a game. We'll then break that game into sections and then come together each week and discuss that section. We'll talk about gameplay. We'll talk about mechanics. We'll go into the narrative. We do dive deep into the narrative of whatever game that we're playing. So if you are trying to avoid any spoilers, either play the game along with us or come back after you've played the game and listen to the show. But if that all sounds interesting to you, follow us on social media. All of our socials are in our link tree, and you can find that wherever our podcast is. Just Google Play Along Podcast. We've been doing good on our SEO or whatever, because if you Google it, we're the first thing that comes up. Our Apple Podcast uh, link is the first thing that comes up. So just Google Play Along Podcast, and you can find all that. Um, yeah, also leave us a five-star review wherever you can. Spotify, Apple Podcast, Good Pods. I think we decided in the last episode that that was all of them that are there that you can leave yeah. reviews on. If, yeah. there, if there's one we're missing, let us know and we'll include it. But as as far as I'm aware, that is the free. No, no, no. Yep, if there's one that's it. missing, we don't believe you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're on all of them. They're not, they're not real, it. actually. Prove you can put five stars somewhere. 
you won't it's just it, someone right? with like someone like photoshopped or like on your phone you could do like the the pen tool they just like drew a five-star like review <laughs> underneath their, their favorite podcasting platform <laughs> uh in the last episode we did start our adventure in chrono trigger actually um and all of you were very excited for us to play chrono trigger and are interested to hear how our takes go going forward all of us but one <laughs> but brian specifically uh, he shout us out on twitter and he said he was excited to hear our takes going forward in this franchise kind of knowing some of the stuff so um but yeah narrative wise in the last episode we had gone back in time or we had uh, figured out time travel somehow and now we're, we're going back into the the current present after we've saved the actual queen and we've saved uh princess nadia but her name is uh, uh jesus why am i blanking on her name no her name is princess nadia but we call her marley yeah, we call her marley that's what i was trying to think of marley can i can um, i ask uh yeah. as a thing yeah. can we come up with some way of establishing like if we say our present it means the time that chrono trigger started because technically right. when we go back in time AD. thank you yeah like, we can, we can use the time, time is yeah Okay, now if there are times, we'll do that. Yeah, so six hundred yeah. AD, so, awesome. So the present is a thousand AD, the past is six hundred AD, and then we'll eventually go further into the future, which is twenty three hundred AD. Oh, yeah, the, sorry, a thousand AD. I was wrong. Yeah, is is current, and then six hundred AD. Is I past. saw the, I saw a number, and then was just like, yeah, that looks about right. Oh, I pulled that shit <laughs> out of my head. I didn't even see the number. Oh damn! Went, hey, oh, I'm pretty sure it was six hundred AD. But I was wrong. I was wrong. Thought of a number. Good for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have been able to tell you any of the times. And you still fucked yeah. it up. Uh, the only reason I know the time periods is because of the walkthrough. I don't know if they're actually – they might be referenced in the uh, – yeah. I think when you're in the overworld map, it shows the time period in the bottom left corner. Yeah. But other than that – And when you save. And we isn't, isn't one um, of them like 2300 AD or some crap? Yeah, that's yeah, or have, I, have, I, have, I, have I pulled back the curtain of, <laughs> of how far we've played this yeah. game? Yeah, thanks a lot, Ben. Ruining the, 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 the illusion we have here. <laughs> yeah, it's just we'll the next do. one. Um, but yeah, so we're back at the Millennium Fair after we've traveled back to 600 AD. Uh, and Luca kind of stays behind us to kind of try to figure out more of this gate thing, all the portals that she's invented, and Marley has... Uh, instructed us to come with her to the castle to kind of properly congratulate her or thank us for for saving her um but when we get into there the the chancellor yeah he's uh they immediately accuse us of kidnapping the princess and even though marley's like yo no like he's fine he was with me he helped me out he's good and but they're not listening to him at all they're like nope you're the one that kidnapped the princess which before we were trying to think if there is going to be any kind of like time travel implications to that like if guys like oh maybe like they recognize our ancestor and our ancestor kidnapped the prince it was just because we were with marley at the time of entering and they just automatically accused us of we are purely just scapegoat yeah, there was no time game, which there was no time mechanic that actually it makes that. no damn sense because if you kidnapped a princess why the fuck would you walk her through the main that's gate that's exactly castle? what i that's what i told Kai. Sure I was that's like, what, if we i'm pretty sure that's what chrono says yeah he's like not, in the no. game he's like what why would i bring her back yeah <laughs> like, you know i wanted like, to kidnap no. her but i decided not to uh, there's a lot of Marley's a lot of also like no he didn't do anything wrong and then mm-hmm. there's like a bunch of guards that come up to us. And yeah. she's like, no, no, no. 
don't touch him and they're like oh okay and then the chancellor is like what the fuck why are you listening to a woman we're in a thousand yeah. AD. I know she's like but, fucking royalty and like she overrules me, but you know, I'm saying do it and I'm these, a man. Yeah. So these poor it. these poor guards too, because they're the, the Chancellor tells them to like detain us, and then she says no, and then they like go on their knees, like, okay, princess, and the king comes like detain her, and they're like, Okay, gosh, what 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 are we supposed to be doing here? It was a it was a hard day for, for yeah. the royal yeah. guard. A yeah. lot of decision making. Like I said, the key, the king does come around and he turns down any anything that she was saying. Marley is like, nope, Marley, shut up. He kidnapped you. We're just gonna put him on trial. Which again, wild. Why didn't you just listen to her? If she's saying no, like, what? I don't understand. Stockholm syndrome, bro. Hey, <laughs> that's fair. Something's gotta something's gotta push the plot of this game forward, and it sure isn't gonna be good writing. So. Ooh. Might as well be inconsistent Ooh. narrative points. Five minutes in, shots fired at Kurt Sugar's story already. <laughs> like, I think we're like four hours into this game still. Every time I say it, <laughs> Kanye looks at, the, looks at the time, he's like, there's 26 hours of this fucking game, and we're four hours in. <laughs> yeah. Time travel, I've learned, is a dangerous yeah. little narrative road to go down because it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really, Continue. It really well, I'll get it. to my points. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> but now we are we are on trial for kidnapping the princess. Um, and yeah. this is actually a little interesting because the, this trial will go a certain way. I mean, it ends the same result regardless. You being thrown in jail. Uh, yeah, we, we all we end up in jail. Yeah, but depending on some of your decisions and some of the characters that you interacted with, kind of towards the beginning of the game. There will be a set of seven jurors, or yeah, and then they'll each do guilty or not guilty, and those decisions will depend on certain characters that you've interacted with. Um, yeah, as you go as you go through this trial, there's different. Like for us, we didn't save the little girl's cat, so that was like a knock on mm -hmm. our own like morale. Like, look at this guy's a bad person. He ran up to this little girl, and she was missing her cat, and he didn't save her cat, so he's yeah. a bad person. Yeah, the like the, the... go on, go for it. I was going to say to get the best outcome and then read a list from the walkthrough. So if you have something oh. actually... No, I was just going to gonna say that, like, yeah, the, the state uh, bring forward witnesses, like the little girl, yeah. and mm -hmm. uh, they question you about how, like, for instance, with me, when I bumped into Marley, I went and picked up the pendant immediately because I was like, yeah. oh, it's shining. Mm -hmm. yeah, something. Same thing. So that all has a knock-on effect of, like, all these little things that you don't even realize, like... You play video games, something shiny, you pick it up. So you go and pick it up, and the game's like, oh, did you do the fin? Well, you're fucked now. Um, but yeah, it's, I was very... It's, it, I was... Go on. I was going to say, it's, it's so funny to think about that. Like, like, oh, you bumped into her first. Like, so you were trying to initiate. That was all part of your, like, your big scheme. And then oh, you yeah. went and grabbed the pendant instead of helping the girl out. It's just like... Yeah, because they ask what? you, like, they're like, oh, did the pendant tempt you? And you can say mm, like yeah, yeah, or you could be like I tried to sell it, and but it's annoying. It's annoying that it doesn't matter what you do, you end up in prison regardless. And I understand that that's kind of how the plot goes, and the rest of the game revolves around you being in prison and stuff like that. But it's like, oh, okay, so if I did everything correct, all that happens is I just get more shit to help me on my escape. Yeah, and that's kind of how I felt too. It's just like I, I mean, the idea of it's cool. Like it, in in kind of practice, it doesn't 
bode well because like you said there is no there's these decisions but they don't actually have any varying outcomes other than being in the jail cell still but i still think it's cool where like depending on who you've interacted with or how much you decided to explore the millennium fair when you first were there that's going to determine which jurors think you're guilty or not guilty and i think that's cool kai do you want to read off the the fin that you was talking about sure sure yeah for the best outcome Rescue the little girl's cat, which we did not do. Nope. Um, no, no, it's the one racing, right? In the yeah, it's that cat I was telling you about. racing in the thing. Yeah, super yeah. fast cat. Don't eat lunch, and I don't know if that's just like a personal statement about <laughs> the Chrono Trigger anti-lunch. Everybody knows yeah. it here. I think we don't did. That's when you go well. with Marley to the the little booth and you eat a snack or something. That's the lunch, right? I didn't even know that no, was it. Is. I did not do that, know, man. Uh, oh, don't no, this drag Marley one. away from the candy booth. That's what it was. It was the candy booth That's that we were at. Was. So we didn't eat lunch. We did one thing mm-hmm. right. Uh, don't try to sell her pendant, which I didn't even know was an option. That's kind of we cool. didn't do that either. No, we didn't do that. Uh, talk to her before picking up the pendant, which we didn't do. We just went right nope, for the didn't pendant. Do that either. This is logical. You want to make sure no one steals it. You don't want to go like if you yeah, watch exactly. someone drop something, you'll pick it up and you hand it back to them. You don't watch them drop it. You go up to them. And you're like, hey wanted to introduce myself i'm kai uh, i noticed you dropped something over there it's gone now because you know yeah. someone stole because it. i decided to help you up instead so I, hope, I hope it wasn't important because i didn't sorry as i say could you imagine if someone bumped into you and was like oh i'm really sorry about that are you interested in joining hustlers academy have you heard of this man andrew tate he has this amazing oh like you would be like dude get me my fucking wallet what are you like trying to sell me here <laughs> Andrew Tate has invaded my TikTok. I can't I can't get him out of here. It's a virus. But carry on. He's, he's a special boy. Uh, tell the truth during the trial. Admit that you started it. And if you stole something, admit it. We didn't think we did all anything, that. Though. Uh, this is what we call pleading guilty for a lesser sentence. And it's very mm-hmm. popular in the United yeah. States. Um, say you weren't tempted by fortune at all. Not even a little bit, regardless of your actions. You weren't. Even we though were there was fortune involved, yeah, couldn't have been tempted by something I didn't know existed at the time. I mean, why yeah. would you admit you started it? Like you, I don't feel like anyone's at fault. They kind of ran into one another. Like she came yeah. bombing around the corner, and you was just sort of in the middle of the path. Yeah. So it's just, it's just a chance accident. Yeah, I um, mean, we so got I, the we, we got the not guilty fair. outcome. Oh, did you after that? Yeah, so we got uh, uh, three of the jurors got guilty, or uh, and the four had not guilty. So we actually had a not guilty outcome. But yeah. the afterward is the 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 judge still said because we didn't stop the queen from or stop the princess Marley from leaving, we kind of aided in her leaving the castle, which she's not supposed to do. That we were sent to prison for three days because oh, we okay. aided in her escape. Essentially, I got guilty and i was sentenced to be executed mm. oh interesting so you started right then because mm-hmm. after that as we're being processed the chancellor takes us kind of down to our cell and there's another a guard there and the he tells the guard oh prep him for execution and the guard's like oh i didn't know that that was the outcome and then the chancellor's like well it is now like that's what's happening now. yeah so we yeah, weren't no, supposed but... to get executed but he's like oh no we're gonna execute this guy which again um just adds to that whole argument of what's the point just yep why yeah. have not guilty as an outcome just have guilty as the outcome 
Mm. And then, because I understand like further on down the line, because there's two ways you can go about escaping the prison, which I didn't know at yeah. the time. Um, Me neither. But one of those ways involves just waiting for the execution and then mm. um, Luca shows up and Luca basically rescues you from the execution and you get out of the castle that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is, is that the way why... that you did or? No, no, I, I, I fully 100% stumbled upon my escape plan as an accident. Mm, gotcha. Uh, I'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, it, it's just like, if you have all of these plot points you're wanting to hit, why would you... Again, it's the same thing we were saying about like the quarry and stuff. Like, why give us the choice? You know, like, yeah. why is that even programmed in? Yeah. And, and I hope there's more. Because, I mean, everyone has been talking about kind of decisions in this game. And, you know, maybe similar to the quarry, like, there's decisions that we make in the future that maybe will shine some light. Like, because of certain things, it'll affect it later. Maybe it's just because currently it doesn't seem like it, it makes that big of a difference. But maybe later on it does. I mean, I we have no idea if that's the, the outcome or not. But yeah, pre presenting these kind of pseudo decisions just pulls you out of the experience. If you're like, well, yeah. if it didn't matter which one, if I'm going to get the same outcome either way, why am I caring about what I'm deciding in the moment? Ooh, because in your situation, I mean, I got sentenced to execution. In your situation, right. you could have just waited out the three days in prison and then just not been a fugitive of the state. Like you could have just... Right. Because that that's going to come into effect, you know, the fact that we escaped this prison when the Chancellor wanted to kill us, like, that's going to come mm -hmm. back. And there even could have been a thing, too, where, you know, maybe we do wait those three days out, and in our instance, because we were not guilty, we are released, but the Chancellor's like, no, I want to kill this guy. And as we're, like, leaving the prison, he sicks the dragon robot thing on us, and then we have to fight it, like, against the King's yeah. wishes or something like that. The Chancellor is like, I want to take this guy out because I think he's guilty. Like, something like that yeah. would have at least made the decision a little more interesting. Kai, do you have, do you have thoughts on pseudo-decisions of Chrono Trigger? No. <laughs> Bad. I mean, it's fine. Where they... They were working with like a TI-84 calculator when they programmed this thing back in <laughs> 1957. So like, I'm surprised that there's any options, to be honest. Would you have just preferred then, Kai, that they didn't program it? If they couldn't have programmed yeah. these decisions to have changeable outcomes, would you just prefer not to have them? Yeah, and just write a story. Make me sit through the story. Yeah. No. Yeah, make that's, him, that's make exactly it. I'm also trying to think. I, mean, I know this is not an penalty. excuse for for any game because obviously we're looking at it in in the current context too. But I'm, I'm curious, and I don't know a lot of JRPGs in that era that had this. I wonder if there were games that had like decisions that you maybe ultimately led you to the same thing, but at least presented like some different outcomes or some different dialogue I mean, between the two. Theoretically, to give credit where credits due, mm -hmm. it does lead to different outcomes. Yeah, it does lead. They're to just different not outcomes. very They're exciting. Just outcomes like you can get a couple more ether if you made different choices mm -hmm. now maybe that has a profound effect on your gameplay and it even even going into maybe. the prison so like you said yeah, we do yeah. wake up in a prison and you're you're to escape you're presented with two options you can wait out the execution in which luca comes and you said takes out the guards and lets you escape but in the instance yeah. of us if you bang on the gate which is what i did you actually end you up getting into an altercation with the guards and you actually fight the guards so i guess if you waited out you wouldn't even have the option to fight the guards which is which is cool yeah, yeah. i mean in that sense of it 
that yeah. sense of it i think is that exa- that that specific example of it where yeah, it gives you that, two choices and you have two very different outcomes that happen yeah that kind of situation where you're like you know i'm either going to get rescued by luca or i'm going to escape myself that is mm-hmm. awesome yeah. i will say if i would have known that just uh you know waiting was the shorter option i might have just waited <laughs> And see, I'm but, way too like ADD. I'm just like banging on my gate the entire time. I'm moving around. I'm, oh, yeah. And unintentionally, because when you get close to the gate, he rattles it. So it was just me like running around the little cell that you're in and every now and then getting towards the gate and rattling it. And uh, the guards will comment on it. Though. Like, if you don't be quiet, we're going to go in there and rough you up or something like that. And they open up the gate. Yeah. We kick their ass. Sh- great swordsmen. Yeah. Well, should we take a wee music break and then we'll, uh, we'll come back and yeah, discuss? Now that we have uh, escaped the prison, like I said, in our instance, too, we actually don't see Luca until we get to the stairs right outside of the um, jail cell. So we leave the jail cell. We go out. There's the desk with the guard there and the guard runs to get help up the stairs and then he falls down the stairs and then Luca comes in afterward and Luca is there to now assist us in escaping this prison. Jin, cool. Cool uh, differentiation between the two options there. However, uh, question. However, yeah. If you have a amateur swordsman who you think is guilty of kidnapping the princess and you want him sent to execution, take his sword away? why didn't you take his sword away? Because he's an amateur. It's the, it's the classic like villain belittling and thinking less. Like, oh, we'll just let him have his sword. He's not a, a good swordsman at all. He's not going to be able to take out right. our guards. Our guards are great. Counterpoint. Counterpoint, yeah. You are an amateur time traveler why would you just go back in time and say hey they're gonna arrest you don't do that shit no well because you're not allowed to are you isn't that one of the things about time travel no i swear there's a i swear there's like a universal law about time travel where you're not allowed to meet a past version of yourself like that fucks up the whole timeline or whatever Time travel's weird, Something guys. Like that. Time travel's well, also, time you don't, you don't have to meet the past version of yourself. You just have to meet the past version of Chrono. Luca can go all by her own son. She's a strong, That's very brave true. girl. That's very That's true. true. If, if, we're thrown in, if we're thrown in prison, Luca's like, oh, shit, I'll go back in time. I'll fix all this yeah. up, and I can save him. Exactly. That's very true. I didn't think of it like that. But We um, avoided all this bullshit, but no. But yeah, I, I also rattled on the cages, um, and mm. then... I think it says after three times of doing it, the guard comes in mm-hmm. and you can. Um, I accidentally uh, charged out of the cell, so I ended up having to fight both of the guards outside. Um, oh, interesting. So I think we only fought one of them. Yeah, yeah so you can, so the one them. comes in, or mm-hmm. you can run out of the cell when a gate opens, um, and you can do that. But yeah, so I, yeah. I did that, and then. Um, I don't know how else you want to discuss the prison break, really, because it's yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, the, the prison break and getting out of the prison is essentially moving throughout the, these corridors and prisons, fighting new enemies. Um, there was one specific area in this that I wanted super, to discuss. Super secret. A super secret area. So as you're going through, there's lots of uh, prisons that you can open up, lots of items that you can find, but you'll eventually get to an area that has kind of a hole in the back wall of one of the prison cells. Uh, okay. You go. Oh, you so see, you didn't experience. We could this. call right. it a glory hole. <laughs> I 
Jesus Christ. Um, I'm yeah, you go experience the glory hole. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Did oh, you, you would know. <laughs> you, you would know if you experienced. It. <laughs> did you experience any plat any platforming in this section? Any climbing and platforming? Um, if you didn't, then you didn't go through this Outside of a prison. Yeah. So Maybe. you 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 leave this hole, and now you're outside of the prison. And now you're ha you have to climb like up and down the side of the prison, but it's for one you can only go up and down. You can't go left and right, and it's very unclear like how to get to certain sections. I, I spent I actually had to look it up because I got stuck because I didn't realize that if you just climb up enough, if you're just adjacent to the path that you need to go to, you can push left and go on to that path. But it again, it is not very clear where you can go and what you can do there too. I don't know this is ringing a bell. I won't lie; it is yeah. ringing a bell. It's super unnecessary. Yeah. It, it leads to like yes. it leads to another room with like you get like fifteen hundred gold or something like that in one of the chests, and, and like an and iron a load a, sword. A load sword. That's what it is. Yeah, you're. Um, um, I think I did a part of it, but mm. you're kind of scaling up the side of the. It looks like a side of a castle, right? Yeah, yes. it's outside the prison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did do it was that. Just, bit, yeah, it, it it took. I mean, maybe maybe it was me. Maybe other people. It's obvious. But when I was playing, I got. I literally had to look it up because I was like, "We're stuck. We 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 yeah. we went down, and now we're stuck at the bottom, and there's no possible way for me to get back up." But I had just missed like a ledge that I could climb left on. They're they're yeah. not super super obvious. I'll say yeah. that. Um, yeah, they they definitely weren't. I mean, it shows. I I completely forgot that section existed. So, um. <laughs> yeah that's, there you go that's wild um but yeah i mean like i said the prison is pretty straightforward was there any kind of enemies that you fought ben or any instances like that that kind of stood out to you i mean the glory hole you forgot about so i mean that was the most exciting part yeah. of the prison break no the, the only other part that i that kind of stood out is the part the picture that's in the walkthrough of the security guard you find who has just like mm. five tonics on him for like no reason oh, he's I like didn't actually do you, I didn't actually grab that from. I, I read the note first. That's where I went. Oh yeah, you read the note. So like you, you basically you're going up and down this tower, and mm. you uh, find this guy who's sitting behind a desk, and he's like, "Oh, you're not supposed to have escaped." Da 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 da. He ends up like, do you defeat him or does he just like fall over? So in our instance, this is where Luca came in because he went up the stairs to alert the others that we had escaped and he falls down the stairs and then luca comes out and she's like i got you don't worry yeah that was I broke that. his neck don't worry <laughs> he broke yeah. his neck all his bones are broken falling down the stairs he like, ain't telling anyone anything ever again he's, he's not a problem <laughs> um, um but yeah, yeah that's he's where the note is in some too. rope where's the nearest lake we got this yeah <laughs> yeah the note i've seen how there. trials go in this town i'm not going oh, down for this god yeah <laughs> The notes there. There's a save point, um, and then yeah, if you if you um, click A on him, because I would click A on him to be like, is this dude dead or like what? Um, and just it does this weird... Don't even check. Yeah, it does this weird thing where you're like, you check him, and it's like, oh, you found a tonic. You found two. Mm -hmm. You found three, and it goes all the way up, and it's like, oh my god, you found five of them. And I was like, okay, why why couldn't I just find five? That's it, it, why can't they just give you the prompt of like you found they're five trying tonics. to make it exciting ben yeah it's it's that weird film like you sound um, like a real me right now i know <laughs> you sound I like know. a big guy right now it's that film that we had with like super mario rpg as well where like the yeah. humor sometimes was just kind of like 
fell a bit flat. I don't even know. In... I mean, I guess in this instance, you could like, it, depending on how you're looking at it, it could be considered humor. But I think what Kai's saying too, maybe it was like the excitement factor where it's like you found one and you're like, oh, that's cool. I found one. And then it says you found two. You're like, oh, there's two and it keeps going. And in theory, it's supposed to kind of build your excitement that like how many more, how long is this going to go on for? How many more are there? Oh, okay. In 1996, this was so exciting that, that people literally, literally just went crazy. Yeah, I guess like, yeah, like SpongeBob episode, they had to ban. This is the same mm-hmm. thing. You hit yeah. five tonics, and you're like, they literally just had a brain yeah. aneurysm. And any, any more, and you're just, you're just out. They're like, we can't. The chrono trigger mass hysteria incident. Of you know that like uh, that like McMahon meme where it's like his eyes light up. And like <laughs> yeah. different things yeah you find one tonic and he's just sitting there it's like the, the meme that goes like down just like fucking brain <laughs> that's like in the universe that's pretty oh good. man um but yeah the only other uh point of interest in here is after getting to kind of the the top of the castle as you're trying to make your way down you run into the chancellor and the guards and they have a dragon tank which is the boss for this section uh we kind of alluded to it before but the note that we find on that guard's desk pretty much tells us how to beat the the dragon tank and it's very like tug-and-cheek in the sense that it's like oh this thing is invincible it does all of this just make sure that you just don't damage the head because the head it heals the rest of the body and you're like okay fucking destroy the head first and then destroy the rest of it afterward um yep. but yeah how did you how did you how did you do with this dragon tank here ben um yeah it's i mean it wasn't super difficult um given the stuff that i found on the guard in the tower and mm, the stuff yeah. that i had from the prison escape you know and you you find other like sort of potions and ethers and stuff around the around the castle so yeah. you have enough of a well i personally had enough of a stack to keep my health up and to keep my uh, mp up so it was fine, like you said. You just you focus the head, and then um, the head, yeah. you know, because the head will heal the wheels if you do it. So yeah, I mean that's the that's the only tedious part is like the head will not only heal itself and all of that, but it'll heal the rest of the body too. You just have to make sure that you don't fat thumb it like I have multiple times and attack the body because it's just it's it, as long as the head's there, it's pointless. I, I think I died once there, in yeah. this in this boss fight. Actually, I didn't end up dying because oh, I didn't have a lot of items. I didn't do. I didn't grab any of the stuff off the body and any of that either. Oh, see, I I fully um, I searched this castle. You were you were stacked for this boss fight. Oh yeah, I mean oh. I yeah, I, I just I just was enjoying running around this prison. Like, oh, give me all of the shit. I'm gonna take everything. The things. Oh, love the things. To be honest, finding all the sparkly things. That's why we grab yeah. pendant because we're so used to grabbing sparkly shit. You see something in my car. Weirdly specific HP for the body and the wheel. Two sixty six and two oh eight. That's six hundred. Six hundred feels like a, like a decent number, but just like it's like two sixty six point five and three quarters yeah, for the body. Two sixty six point three seven. Like what? Why? I wonder. I'm curious if it's like a, like a like an like an algorithm thing. Like I wonder if it's like a specific number on purpose. Sure. Also, how do you how do you figure out that kind of stuff? Like, know. do they like do they go in the source code of the game and look? Because like, there's no HP bar, and the yeah. same thing that happened in Super Mario RPG where we looked up enemies and we saw how many hit points they have. So it's like, 
I don't know how you do that. It's very fast. It, it must also, it must be in the source code or something. Yeah, like how much HP they have. Yeah. Also, to to this point, our strongest move is our flame. That shit don't work here. That <laughs> he's don't immune, work here. immune to fire. He's immune to flames. Which I learned real Which quick. Is in I, the like, note. I did it in zero damage. Yeah, it's in the note. I did it anyways because I was like, oh, I like that, but uh, it didn't work. Yeah. Well, the yeah. flame spin is the know. best does one. It, does it say it's immune in the note or just that it's like strong against fire? It says um, something along the lines of like fire will not damage it. Some some sort of it doesn't specifically say. That's pretty specific. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, it's it's not like Chrono. Do not use fire on the head. Yeah, but they they hint a bit. But you ha- you have to read yeah. that note in order to like not just press A to get rid of it. That is uh, that's a nice little boomy you've got going on there, Jared. Yeah, she's giving. She's had a little cameo here, a little ear that's popping up here. Yeah, uh, was a great alarm clock this morning at about fucking four <laughs> hey, forty-five. Bastard, she's biting my mic. Stop it. <laughs> she can hear Kai. She's like, "Fuck you!" Screaming outside of their door, and their door is closed. Uh, I thought like, you said. I thought you said creaming, and I was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> creaming outside oh. of their door. Oh. <laughs> no, just me. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> "Okay." Yeah, she, All right. she like tried to get out at like four this morning. So I was like, I let her out, but then forgot about her, shut the door, and she was like, What my humans, <laughs> they forgot about me. I was like, sorry, bro. Such a great um, cat. Dad. Yeah, yeah. Best cat dad. Uh yeah, I mean the, the boss fight, like I said, is pretty straightforward. I did lose once to it, but second time around, again, as long as you as long as you aggro the head first and destroy the rest of the body afterward, like you're perfectly fine. Like nothing's I... you, you can do this. Yeah, it, it took me a turn or two um, because I was using Cyclone, which is the attack that yeah. targets multiple enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it took me like a turn or two to remember like, oh yeah, okay, right. The head is going to heal everything. Yeah, Don't use that, just focus the head. Um, yeah, and if you absolutely. focus the head, it's fine. It's it's not yeah. a terrible boss fight. It's, yeah, it's almost sure just like it. a resource drain more than anything. Yeah. Kind of like a... Like a, like here's, a, a bunch of, here's a bunch of things. Now you're yeah. going to spend them on a boss. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but at the end, uh, Chrono does apply the final <sighs> blow to the dragon tank, stabbing his sword into it. Uh, and after that, the Chancellor and the two men come out to fix the tank. Silly, silly. It explodes. And this is like the very funny tongue-in-cheek thing. The floor opens up and they're, they're, their bodies make fall, a bridge so we can go across. And you walk across and you say something snarky. Mm-hmm. And the Chancellor's like, next time. I would got away with Ooh. it if it wasn't for you damn ghastly kids it wasn't for you kids and your time travel (laughs) yeah Um, i mean theoretically time travel probes the multi-universe theory so like there's a universe in which they won so mm -hmm. take 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 some respite in that yeah yeah um but after that we go through the rest of the prison out to the very (laughs) guys fighting demons right now as we speak fighting a fly (laughs) (laughs) came out of nowhere um but yeah we get to the entrance as we're about to leave and marley and the king are all there trying to stop us marley essentially tells the king like you know what fine if you're not going to believe these people are my friends and you're not going to respect me as an individual i'm leaving i'm gonna leave with them as well which i immediately thought like bro that's just it makes me look bad too i'm even i'm even more the bad guy because she's like oh get that chrono he stole my daughter and it's like ah Okay, yeah, sure. I guess so. Thanks. Let's let's go. Yeah, it's very much like um, 
it's leaning into that Stockholm syndrome theory that the king and the chancellor probably have. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, that, that this makes sense now. It makes sense why she's going with him. She must yeah. have this weird connection to this kidnapper that, that she has. That ruffian kidnapped my daughter and made him fall in, made her fall in love with him. He, he probably yeah. deflowered her, dust bastard. <laughs> um, and... so we run away. That's what yeah. happens when you're an amateur swordsman, you know? You know <laughs> you gotta deflower. Run that's around deflowering maybe. That's the only way you make it on the pro circuit. He's <laughs> trying to get his OnlyFans oh, off the ground. Nah, I see, I see. His uh, 1000 AD OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. it's, like it's like a drawing. Well, like time out travel. People. Shut the fuck up. This game makes no sense, but 1000 AD, but they have like machines and time travel and shit. But yeah. fairs are still relevant. It's a very, very, so very advanced. They're, they're mixing a bunch of a uh, bunch of genres here. Uh, yeah, but as Ben's alluded to, we do escape. We run into the forest as the guards are chasing us. Uh, we get to a section of the forest and we find another uh, gate that uh, Luca opens up, and we don't know where this gate's going to go or if we're even going to be able to come back from it. But we jump into this gate into the unknown. Mm -hmm. What's very interesting is that. I keep seeing these fins at the bottom of each chapter that says challenging Lavos. And yeah. it's different times when you can challenge what I'm assuming is the big bad of the game, mm -hmm. which is kind of crazy. So you can come back and do a new game plus and just because I saw one of the pages uh, mentioned the frog ending. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah, I want the frog ending. I want that. I want Mr. Frog to be Help on my team. Uh, yeah, it seems like that the game kind of starts opening up, especially in this sense too, where like each section says challenging Lavos that we might be able to go back and challenge, like you said, which we assume is the big bad. Actually, we don't know that as of right now, but of the big bad of this of this game. But um, Lavos sounds like a off-brand uh, shampoo that they would sell at a Walgreens. Lavos, tear-free. Makes, makes you cry. Mm. All the tears. That shit shampoo was, that shit was not tear-free. Whoa, yeah. see, I, oh, I learned recently that was a, a tear, mis tear misadvertised. Yeah, it was uh, supposed to be no more tears because it made your hair easy to brush. Um, but when that shit got on your eyes, that shit burnt. Yeah, mm. everyone thought tears were like, oh, I can just squeeze the shit in my eyes and it'll feel great. <laughs> they just kid guys, it's still fucking soap and it's still going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, right now we went into the unknown as portal and we don't know where we're going to pop out of. And that's all for this episode, actually. That's all the chrono trigger that we have for y'all. Holy shit. Wow, it's a record for a quickest ever. Because it was like 10 minutes pre-show. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, we can kind of go into kind of some of our feelings about the game right now and, and how we're feeling going into this next section. Um, Kai, we'll start with you. How are you feeling? <laughs> How's it going, buddy? sad <laughs> i'm trying guys he really i really is. am i i'm <laughs> trying so hard the story is so dumb um but that's okay i guess uh as jared said he's enjoying this game because he enjoys the the grinding rpg process mm -hmm. which is like great i'm glad that there's people who can appreciate that and i can too like i you know yeah. I I have played games similar to this. Uh, I can't think of any right now, but you know, I mean Pokemon. Yeah, that's one. 
what's uh what's uh skyrim skyrim's kind of similar to this i mean obviously it's not top down it's not 90s but it's an rpg it's an rpg level a skill trees it's not really all that story. stuff yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah it's just a lot of of 90s gaming like it's a yeah. very specific time period a very specific way that they designed games and it's just it's not the things i personally enjoy mm-hmm. i can see the merits i can see why people enjoy this i can see why they found the characters interesting they used an artist that connected to an entire generation through dragon ball z to do the art yeah. of this and I'm sure people were like, oh, shit, this is amazing at the time. Um, I don't know if it holds up necessarily so far. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, I don't I don't know. I don't have a lot to compare it to. So I guess that's not I can't really make comparisons that way. But I all I can say is that I hope it gets better. Yeah. Uh, in it's in its narrative department. Uh, and I hope that the weapon get more interesting that you receive throughout the game um Mm. yeah and i hope that there's more characters that you meet that are interesting but i mean we've played the next section so (laughs) (laughs) it's hard to separate and i know it's gonna happen i really want to find a uh old like 90s rpg like this turn-based that's has a catching Mm -hmm. like like monster capturing mechanic like pokemon and have you compare the two because i wonder like how something of this time would hold up I mean, that's not pokemon but that kind of is like po- i guess like recruiting people on your team it kind I, of is like that but i don't know yeah i mean i played digimon and like that i just i don't and remember a lot of those games like in the similar. older ones yeah yeah i don't know turn-based is just it's so tedious it's so unless it's in pokemon <laughs> even actually even when we play in pokemon you're like fuck i have to do this battle again <laughs> yeah that's that's fair the only thing that stops me from using rare candies and a cheat is you (laughs) so yeah i i would just be like nah i'm just gonna i'm just just gonna gonna use a game shark and yeah pretend um Um, but yeah i mean yeah we'll see yeah definitely ben how are you feeling at this point in chrono trigger um yeah uh Maybe we just weren't meant to play JRPGs. No, I'm I'm not. It's it's strange for me, right? Because I'm not not enjoying my time, but I'm also not mm-hmm. enjoying my time. You know, it's like kind of I'm, a very a very middle ground right now. It's just like yeah, some things it's, you it's like, a, there's some things you dislike. Yeah, like for instance, like I I don't mind the battle system personally. I kind of like the way the battle system works. Um, but then the plot is very kind of rudimentary and i'm like uh, you know how much of that can i hold to the fact that this game came out in 95 but then yeah there was other stuff that came out in 95 that had some decent storytelling i'm sure so yeah. it's like uh, but then there's a random moments like for instance the finishing animation against the dragon tank was fucking awesome oh yeah absolutely but that doesn't merit this section being a great section just because of one animation against the dragon head. Um, I'm, I don't like the whole guilty, not guilty, not making a difference. Finn, those kind of situations never sit right with me. Um, I like the fact that you can choose, well, or unknowingly can have Luca save you at the execution or escape the Mm -hmm. castle. Uh, that's a nice little touch, but, it's just kind of at the minute i'm like 
Okay, all right. I mean, we have played the next section. The next section, for me personally, the game picks up a lot further into it. Um, mm-hmm. But when yeah. when the bar is like down here, and then it picks up a lot, that only kind of comes up to like average, you know. It's a big a capital okay. I'm the thing that's always in the back of my head is that these kids are just jumping around from time period to time period willy nilly and seemingly no repercussions whatsoever. Nope. Uh, that may come to bite us further down the line. However, I feel I have a feeling based on the storytelling so far that it's just kind of like, oh yeah, they they can time travel. Um, yeah, which I will say now, pre-warning, if there is no repercussions to the time travel, it will be a massive fucking kick in the nuts, and it will seriously, seriously drag down the marks of the game for me. I am a stickler I mean, for time travel. Um, and yeah, just so far, kind of average, kind of meh. Yeah. What are you gonna say, Kai? Spoilers. We know that there's not just us that can time travel in the next section. We learned that other people can also time travel. And if they had no impact, then... Do we? doesn't matter. Yeah, we go to a fucking time gate where the guy's like, this is where time travelers come and wash up on shore. It's the point of least resistance in the time universe. And people come hang out here all the time and there's gates to every time. And it's like, okay, well, this wasn't just invented for us. (laughs) There's clearly other people. Maybe we're the first... Maybe you're the oh, first ever. Yeah, that guy fact. just that guy just had to sit on the time fucking island <laughs> just it's, for us to show. He's, up. he's waiting, waiting for us. Um, um, question. Anyway, then, hang on, because we can talk about that. Later. I, I may need to oh. play a little bit more because next time I know Jared, you have to do your final thoughts, but next time, yeah. are we are we finishing the end of time chapter? Yes, that's why I don't know about that part. I need to play that chapter. Oh. Okay. And I'll tell you now that the end of time chapter is a little bit of story stuff. And then it's kind of, it bleeds into other things too. It's a lot of, it's like grinding and stuff like that, but it's optional. You can lead right into the story or you can go and do some more grinding and stuff like that too. But it ends, it ends after that very small story bit that plays out. Okay. Sorry to pull back the curtain for those. Hints hints the next time guys. No, now they're going to, now they're excited. Now they want to know. And we're going to talk that about that in next week's episode um but yeah as of as of right now i thought again we've already told you that we've played into the next section a little bit and i will agree with ben and that's what it starts picking up for me but going into kind of just this and the context of this um i'm not gonna agree with you i think that having those decisions not really feel like they have any implications at first kind of sucks and it makes me think why give you the option i do like how there is instances like the the circumstance with luca how you can kind of get different scenarios that way that's if it's just base level like that where there might be like two different scenarios but they kind of all you know lead towards the same destination like that's fine with me i I like stuff like that at least present me if there's things that you can see that i can't see depending on your choices that's that's cool if you can at least just base level that with me then i kind of like the decision making um Mm -hmm. but like like I was saying, this kind of like I haven't played like a JRPG in a long time, just because a lot of them that I started recently. I talked about Dragon Quest in the last game; they're incredibly fucking long, and I don't have the willpower to sit through a hundred plus hour JRPG. But because of that, I haven't played a lot in a long time. I'm loving 
the combat and the grind of Chrono Trigger. Like it's just oh, ah, it's perfect. I you, like going you through are the, a numbers man. You do love a grind. You. Yeah, I I do love a grind, especially in instances like this. Like we'll, we'll get into in the, the next uh, episode, but like there's a lot of grinding in that. And Kai's like, "Are you having fun right now?" I was like, "I am. This is great." He's like, "Why? I don't understand." Um. But yeah, like going through the prison and fighting all the enemies, like I explored the prison in its entirety and never felt like it being tedious fighting enemies. So I always was fine going back and fighting enemies because I think the combat in this game is works really well. And compared to other kind of RPGs and especially of this time, I think Chrono Trigger does it great with, again, not having a blackweight cut screen when you're going into battle. It's just in there and you're in and out. And that feels very fast and intuitive being able to speed up not only kind of the text animation in that, but the battle sequences themselves. Speeding it up too much can be complicated because we are playing still on that, not the weight. Uh, we're playing on the other mechanic where it's like everybody moves at the same time and there is a depending on your speed you have a bar that fills up at a, at a varying pace so speeding that up can make it a little more complicated to make decisions and everything but no I'm absolutely loving the combat of this game and don't need as, as much from the story like I was trying to think about the other day games that I've played where like I totally ignored the story but had a blast I had just recently played through a couple months ago Rage 2 couldn't tell you anything mm-hmm. that happens in the story of Rage 2. Absolutely fucking loved playing that game because the combat and the world and everything was just fun to explore, but couldn't tell you anything that happened in the story. And with these kind of things, I do like somewhat of an interesting story with like RPGs and JRPGs like this. So getting some kind of substance from Chrono Trigger's story would be nice. But if it was just like an excuse for me to play an RPG with cool battle mechanics, then I'm like, cool, I'm set on that. To me, to me, JRPGs are always played for the story maybe that's just yeah. me um and maybe that's because of my love of persona 5 that like i'm coming yeah. into this expecting you know a, a decent story like the fact that it was right. released in 95 doesn't take away from the fact that they could have written an amazing fucking story no absolutely um, not i i like the battle system um i do mm. like the the shift straight into combat i yeah. have found the vast majority of the battles so far to be way too easy. Um, I don't know if that's just me. I feel like a lot of the enemies are just kind of being like two shot and then dead. And it, it kind of becomes a little bit tedious, especially in the sections where we were going through like Truce Canyon and stuff like that, where it's just enemy yeah. after enemy after enemy. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm just going to attack you each with one of my free char- one of my free characters, and then you're dead. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, right, fine. On to the next yeah. one. I mean, I also think it's a diversity problem as well, where it's like you're battling in the section five enemies, all similarly strength at the same time, mm-hmm. where you know one really strong enemy every once in a while, three medium, five light, and combinations thereof is less repetitive. Which this game doesn't necessarily do, so it's usually you're just like doing the same thing over and over and over and over, yeah. and, over and over again, I, which people love. Yeah, people and love I think the they they I, I can definitely see that in like in the sections themselves. Like when you're in an area yeah. like the prison, you're pretty much going to fight the same enemies over and over and over again. But like once you leave the section, now you're in another section. There's a new pool of enemies. Now you're going to be fighting those enemies over and over again. So like <laughs> having having a little bit of uh, diversity between 
the areas is definitely welcome. At least we're not seeing a lot of repeated enemies in certain areas. Like usually enemies stick to the areas in the time period that they're in. So it's cool that we see more variety going forward too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm excited for more. I'm excited. Like I said, we already played a little bit going into it, but I'm excited to talk about that section because it starts it starts picking up. So you guys better better stay tuned. Cause... Hashtag Team Robo. Ooh, Team Robo. Love that guy. Um, but yeah, so that's all for this section of Chrono Trigger. And now we're going to get into our recommended section. Where we recommend you shit that we think you should check out. Play the tune. Play, play that jingle from last time that Kai made uh, yeah, impromptu. Okay, guys, we are here oh, with our recommended section. In the end. Uh, this is not get wrecked but this is our recommended section in the last episode i prompted the gentleman here with the theme of indie games uh before we get into ours we have some write-ins from the community uh, our discord if you guys want us to read out your recommendations here go join our discord it's also a lot of fun we have a lot of fun conversations and we talk about games all the time uh but dave jackson from uh (laughs) jesus i every time i hear dave jackson that's what i think of i'm sorry Sorry, anyways uh from tales from the backlog he says the holy trinity disco elysium hollow knight and shovel knight all of those fantastic games he's actually i haven't played hollow knight but i've heard from ben that it's amazing i've not played shovel knight but i've heard it's amazing Oh my gosh, we should do a Get Wrecked. Oh, you already covered Hollow Knight. Never mind. Uh, you should play Shovel Knight and I should play Hollow Knight because both of those are great games. Mm-hmm. And we know Disco Elysium is fantastic. It's 10 out of 10 sure. art on our podcast. We know that. Um, uh, another write-in, Troidal Power from Troidal Power Presents the Troidal Power Playthroughs podcast. Mouthful. Love all the of Troidal Power as well. Yeah. He uh, recommended Astalon Tears of the Earth. And I had never heard of this game. And I saw you and him talking about it in the Discord. And I looked it up and I was like, this game looks super cool. Like, I really love the aesthetic of it. Kind of the 2D Metroidvania. Um, so if you haven't, go check the game out because it looks super cool. It, it's on my list now. He he convinced yeah. me. Um, and I guess we could shout out as well. Isn't that the one that he done a he done a review on? on uh... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So go check out geek to geek He wrote a kind of thing on it. And he said he actually got to talk to the developers, which is really cool. So go check out his kind of review on geek to geek There you go. And I think that's all. So, yeah, if you guys want more uh, recommendations, if you want to recommend something, follow our Discord. But, guys... What were your indie games? And remember, I, I limited to you like one, maybe two, because I know there's a lot out there. I know we appreciate sure three. Possible. Did I say three? Yeah, it was three, by the way. Yeah. It was play, the, play the last episode. I'm pretty sure I said one or two, but it's okay. Well, let's wait. I'll retcon it. Three. But anyway, <laughs> Just, who, wants, who wants to go first? I guess I'll go first. Oh. <laughs> um, Everybody. This is physically an impossible task for me. These That's are not the best indie games. I just I I have to name three, but uh, okay. There's a game called Papers Please, which you play a uh, foreign clerk at a border crossing, and you have to determine who to let in. And it literally gave me an existential crisis when I played this in college. So that's uh, that's that's one of them. 
It's a very mm-hmm. good game. The only reason I named this is because I'm pretty sure neither of you have played this game. So I think Ben has. I, oh, did you not? Or did you, I'm already oh. talking about it? I know of this game, um, ah, and that's all I will say. Gotcha. Ooh, this cheeky little <laughs> smirk there. Is it going to come up on the podcast at some point? Maybe. Oh. I know. I know of this game. I made it. Takes off his mask. I'm uh, the developer. <laughs> this whole time. Uh, Inside, it, which is a yeah, terrifying puzzle yeah. platformer oh, that me and Jared played together, Such good game. which is uh, about a boy fleeing a dystopian factory existence, uh, which I also enjoyed. very existential uh, vibes while playing that game and thinking about the sense of individualism and in our world and, and all of that and being like, oh, this is uh, this is wild. Yeah. Um, dear God, there's so many good indie games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, the classic, probably the the big daddy indie game, What Remains of Edith Finch, the thing that started a entire offshoot of following video games that uh, were taken seriously as like near AAA titles, despite being developed by indie developers. So yeah, it's a great game. If you still haven't played it, play it. Dear God great game that's great it game. that's it i have like a million more but i need to i'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna put to together a list one day of the top 50 yeah. indie games i need to add this to like my list because i was just looking through a list of indie games to see if there's any i missed and i need to add uh, crypt of the necrodancer to my list to play that's it crypt of the necrodancer and um god what's the zelda one called uh cadence of hyrule both of those i really want to play i played the demo of cadence of hyrule uh, if you've played Crypt of the Necrodancer and even like Zelda a little bit, Cadence of Hyrule is super cool. Very, fu- very fun. Also, you just get to listen to a bunch of cool Zelda remixes. So, I mean, how can you not enjoy your time there? Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go next here. I, I'm going to first second your uh, bringing up Inside. Inside is such a great game. It's very short, too. So, if you have like three, four hours to spare, go play Inside. I'm pretty sure it's still on Game Pass. Oh, my if, God. Uh, I'm so stupid. What'd you forget? It's okay. We're going to forget indie games or like there's not going to be some on the list. It's fine. Uh, but one of my big ones that I always recommend people, if you haven't played is Celeste. Celeste is a kind of precision oh, platformer and one of, one of the first, but at least popular ones that tackled mental health in terms of kind of anxieties and stresses and depressions. As you're going up this mountain playing as Celeste, you're kind of tackling your own demons in a physical form as you're trying to traverse this mountain. You know, her, her goal is to get to the top and along the way, her own anxieties, her own uh, thoughts are kind of telling her to go back and pushing her against this. It's really cool. It was a hard game. It's a very, like I said, precise pre- precision platformer. Um, and every time you beat a level, it shows how many times you've died, which is a lot. I died a lot <laughs> while playing through Celeste, <laughs> but it, it's, I'm pretty sure the year it came out, it was in running for game of the year against some, some pretty big titles that were in there. But, uh, another good one is little nightmares. If you haven't played little nightmares, really cool game, very interesting kind of 2d platform. I would say if you're into like horror and it's very like it reminds me of like a tim burton film almost in its aesthetic style um there's also a nod to a ghibli movie in there so if you like if you like ghibli movies then check that out because there's a little there's a little scene that uh is a nod from one of them um 
Yeah, I think that's. I was gonna do one. I, I was curious of your guys' opinion because the other one that I was going to say is No Man's Sky, because No Man's Sky that's not a technically name. independent developer. Hello Games. Uh, they were published by PlayStation, but when I looked, they had no financial support from PlayStation when developing that game. But they still had the notoriety of PlayStation behind them, and it was exclusive on PlayStation when it first came out. So I was like, I guess No Man's Sky is off this list, but I... technically indie game. I can't comment on the quality of it. I'd say it is technically an indie game, um, but I can't comment on the quality because I've never played it. So, Oh, No Man's Sky is fantastic. Even regardless of indie no, game, it's... No Man's Sky is probably one of the best games that I have played. It, especially all the content that uh, now, Hello especially. Games have put into this free content throughout the years. If you haven't played No Man's Sky, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, they they really they really fucked themselves because they overpromised, underdelivered early, and then yeah. fixed it all in post, and no one really knew. Like all the hype was gone by the time that they really figured that shit out. And right. I mean, this I is mean, it's, it's back up now, but we, the technology we alone it. that took to make that game is incredible, and the fact that a team of like seven people made it is mm-hmm. mind blowing to me. Um, but. No, that's if you haven't played No Man's Sky, first of all, because of how much of a flop it was early on, you can get a copy for like five dollars at any used game store. Like, so how we bought no it, no one wants that game anymore. Um, also, I'm gonna add another one in here and a tease, <laughs> we'll, we'll taste a Rooney. Uh, me and Jared finished uh, The Artful Escape Holy last night. Shit. Play The Artful Escape, what a fantastic play! Game. The Artful Escape, great game. Uh, an Annapurna title. Um, fantastic. We're going to do an episode about it. Kind of going to talk um, about it because we need to. It's going to be a bonus. We need to get our thoughts out, and it's going to be a, a bonus episode of some kind. Yeah. But that was a fantastic game. Annapurna never misses once yeah. again. Ben, ben, play. It's on Game Pass. Play through the Artful Escape. It's fucking weird. If so good. You can so go good. If you go into it with an um, inebriated mindset, I'm not going to say that helps, but it definitely makes the experience interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but Ben, tell us about your uh, your indie games. Yeah, I had to look through some lists because there's just too fucking many. Um, yeah. I wanted to do some ones, and then I was like, oh, they're super big. Everyone knows Disco Elysium. Everyone knows Hollow Knight. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Um, so i wanted to say super hot if you've not played super hot super hot is fucking amazing so good yes Um, it's really fun it's great if you can get it on vr it's even better um but it's just great to play in and of itself um basically you time only moves when you move or time moves very very slowly when you're standing still so you can do things like uh, grab bullets you can chop bullets in half you it's it's just a great great game um the best the best part about uh super hot as well is after you beat a level it shows you what you did in normal motion and you feel like a badass when you're watching through those like sequences again you're like oh that shit was cool that was fun yeah um i want to talk about a game called clang k-a-l-n-g oh, i actually don't know this game um so it is um is a rhythm-based platformer combat game. So essentially, all of the boss fights happen as rhythm-based fights. So you will be fighting a boss, and for instance, they'll have an attack coming towards you. You have to press like right on the keyboard, and then left, and then do it. And it's all done in time to the rhythm of the song that's playing in the background. 
it's mm. kind of got this um greek pantheon storyline to it where clang is like cast out of this like realm and is trying to make his way back in but the gods are trying to stop mm. him um this looks super cool it's a great 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 game it has a very um, interesting aesthetic yeah i reviewed it back when i was doing games journalism stuff and i spoke to uh tinimations i believe is one guy who subcontracts a couple of people to help him develop his stuff um mm. and i spoke to him about the game and that and he's a really nice guy and it was just oh, cool it's just a great great game great great game game great play it um <laughs> and i don't know what to suggest as my last one so i'm just gonna say rocket league it's technically an indie game it's owned by epic now but it's free to play but it is technically an indie yeah. game go play rocket league it's really fucking great yeah we need to work with, uh, these technically indie games what it is it, it launched it launched as an indie game on playstation plus um and then was wildly wildly popular and like yeah. Eight years down the line, like Epic Fall Guys. Oh, Hello Games is also still thing. an independent developer too. Like they're yeah. not owned I mean, by anybody. Fall Guys as well. Um, Media Tonic are an independent publisher developer. Um, they do great. Aren't games they owned well. by Epic now? Uh, no. The, I swear, Fall Guys had like, Epic. I uh, Fall the, Guys, the, the one that also was super popular that was like Sus Among Us. Benton. That's a great game. Like, Among Us, another like indie game. Sus. Um, no, I think I think Fall Guys have a deal with Epic now. They're free to play, um, but Mediatonic themselves mm. I don't think are owned by Epic. When I type in Epic owns Fall Guys, is literally the first thing that, <laughs> that comes up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, Rocket League is very daunting because the skill level for that game is stupidly high. Um, but that's only if you really want to play competitively. You can go on, and there's a bunch of like party mode you can play that give you power-ups and all kinds of other stuff that's just fun to dick about with if you've got mm -hmm. some mates that want to play have you seen uh turbo golf racing ben which is pretty much i have uh, seen turbo golf racing which is basically it's just rocket just league golf. but golf <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly um, it's rocket league but golf oh man there's so many indie games i need to play Fuck guys sake. play indie games they're great they're they're amazing yeah, and arguably they're fun. better than most triple a titles these mm -hmm. days yeah exactly arguably better than a lot of the AAA titles because uh, these these independent developers i guess feel like they're like you know we can take risks with these games that these big AAA boys uh feel like they can't do oh can it's i two things. can i do a freebie it, after you finish kai go on go. see this is why go i limited us because i knew there was going to be a thousand uh choices that we're gonna add. just kidding good for it what is what 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 is your other not indie game indie game no it's definitely an indie game and I just want to this say this little this little known game Fortnite, uh, <laughs> technically an independent developer. If you like Dark Souls and if you hate yourself, go play Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy, because um, uh, yes. that game is uh, some evil genius made that game. But I've never yeah. played it. I've seen lots of people play it, but I've never played it myself. It's very rage inducing. Yeah, not Ow. not a I fan. keep hitting that myself on my fan. <laughs> you know, just trying to they make covers for those for a reason <laughs> yeah they do and my cover is sat down here <laughs> i need to reattach I it i don't know if you get any extra air from taking the cover no off, it but, fell you know, off and uh i've been too lazy to replace back it. guys if you if you want to oh. see our faces and ben's uncovered fan make sure to go to our youtube channel where all of our uh, video versions of the podcasts are 
Um, but yeah, that's all we have for this week. Kai, what is your recommendation for next week? I think, I think it was your turn. We, we don't know anymore. We just, we, we just fucking wing it at this point. Look around, look around. Look the same around thing. It's okay. We'll cut whatever we don't. We don't around, know. Uh, okay. <gasps> this is this is a good one. Okay. But it's also a challenge. Oh, Ooh, okay. You have to present a game on the Nintendo store that's under $5 that you haven't played and your only thing to go off of is the description of the game. And you have to oh, recommend like a game this. only okay. based on the description under $5 on yeah, the Nintendo I like store. This. I, I like this too. Wait, like are we... Too. Okay. And you could not have played it. It has to be something Can you haven't played. Can it be on sale or does it have to permanently be under yeah. 5 No, it can be on... It can be on as long as the price point is under... Well, yeah, as long as the sale goes until we record our next episode. Wait, hold on. I, I We should do more things like this. We'll have to like present them. We have to literally like have arguments and convince the other two. Why yeah, okay. Should, I should recommend this. Right, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode as always. Uh, make sure if you are part of the Discord, if you're not, join the Discord, but leave your recommendations for this fun little uh, Nintendo eShop e that we're doing. Uh, show us your arguments. A little show, and, little show and tell here. Um, a little show and tell. Uh, like I said in the beginning, follow us on our social media. Everything is in our link tree. YouTube, TikTok. I almost said Facebook. Jesus Christ, we don't have a Facebook. Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> Facebook. We never will either. I don't believe in Facebook. Yeah. It's not real. Um, but yeah, follow us on all that. You can stay up to date with what games it's we're meta playing. Now. Oh, you're right. It's fucking meta. Uh, all the games we're playing and what we're playing week to week. But in the next episode, we will be tackling chapters uh, beyond the ruins. I had to look for it. Uh, to the end of time. The future. Yeah, so we're going into the future in the next Welcome episode. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. <sighs> okay, guys. We love you. We will see you next time with some more Chrono Trigger. Peace out. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.